0: you're listening to episode 15 of the beauty business podcast. Today we're talking about clients. We'll be talking about getting new clients and getting new and existing clients to stay with you, but also a couple of other things that you might not have considered when it comes to the subject of getting new clients. This is the show for the health and beauty industry, particularly you independents out there. I'm here to connect you to the people, the tools, the tips and advice to get your beauty business, your salon, your clinic or your spa to where you want it to be. My name is Adam Chatterley and I'm your host here and I'm on a mission to help mobile therapists, home salons, independent salons and spas to reach their business goals through simple, practical and focused business advice with some ideas and some tips thrown in there along the way. We're all about the foundations of building an incredibly profitable, stress free business. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, then you are in the right place. Now, this is actually episode three of season two of the Beauty Business Podcast. And back in season one, which covers the first 12 episodes, my goal was to bring you a new episode every couple of weeks and for each one to be packed with information covering the topics that beauty business owners are struggling with right now. However, due to the incredible feedback I've been receiving, I've decided to go big and from now until the end of the year, I'll be bringing you a new episode every single week so you'll always have something to delve into and help deliver the business you desire now it's not just going to be me i'll be bringing you experts both from within and outside of the health and beauty industry to give you their advice to help you grow your business the right way i can't tell you how to do a better massage i can't tell you how to do a better manicure or facial but I can help you to bring in new clients, the ones you really want. I can help you reduce your costs, increase your profits, sell more retail products, control your time, and generally make more money for all of your hard work, time and effort that you put into your business. I'm here to ease a little bit of that stress that seems to come with running your own health and beauty business. So on with today's topic, hands up who needs more clients? Well. It's a serious fundamental business problem and it's one that seems to be either passed over or glossed over by many of the beauty business information sources around today. Everything seems to be focused on social media being the silver bullet to answer all your customer getting problems. But the truth is that as powerful as social media is and can be for your business, it takes time to grow an audience and it takes time to see results even through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, with all the options that we've got. What if you need clients right now, today, tomorrow, or next week at the very latest? Well, here to help as always, I thought I'd bring together some of the best practical advice regarding the getting of and keeping of clients for new and growing salons. But before we dive into that practical advice, let's just bring things back a bit. Take a step back and look at a few of the initial questions that you should consider before undertaking any new client attraction campaign. Now, first of all, why do you want more clients? This might seem like a stupid question, but humor me for a second. If you're a brand new business or you've been away from the industry for a while and you've come back to it, then of course you need more clients. But if you're already busy working from 8am in the morning until 7pm at night, and spending all your time with clients, but you need more of them because you're just not earning enough money, then it might not be more clients you need. If this is the case, then now might be a perfect time to look at your prices. If you're busy all day with clients and still not earning enough money, then the chances are your prices could stand to be raised. You're clearly doing things correctly to be getting so many clients and a modest price rise is unlikely to affect numbers greatly, but it could make a big difference to your earnings. Now, today's podcast isn't about pricing, but fortunately for you, I have put together a free bundled information pack all about earning greater profits by looking at your prices. And you can get that by going to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash prices and then click on the button that says, I want more profit. This will get you the information pack and the best bit is it's completely free. So a quick reminder, that's beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash prices. Click on the button that says I want more profit and it's yours to download. Now, another area of concern is when you need more clients because the ones you have only come once and then you never see them again. Now, a salon business cannot survive long term without returning customers. If you're only seeing your clients once or twice and then never again, then you might need to take a long hard look at your service levels, your basic skills or the atmosphere of your salon. Could any of these be putting off clients from returning? I know this is hard to hear and even harder to look at objectively when you've put so much time and effort into your business. But think about the real reason you want more clients. Is it really more clients you need or is there an underlying problem that no amount of new clients is gonna fix on its own? I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom here and please don't stop listening. I've seen situations like this time and time again. Salons and spas telling me that they need more clients, but when we look at their returning client rates, they are shocking. Clients only visiting once and they're never coming back again. There must be a reason for this and it's your job to figure this out. If you're really not sure what it could be, maybe look at having a mystery shopper come to your salon for a treatment to get some honest, unbiased feedback. It's often very difficult to see where any of the problems may be because you're so close to your business. Let's face it, it is your baby after all. Now, the next thing I would like to think about is the idea of finding the right type of clients. Now, assuming you've considered the previous question, And it really is simply more clients you want because you've just started out or you've just opened up in a new area or maybe you've expanded. Maybe you've taken on new staff or you've added additional resources needing more clients to fill them. Then this is the right place. Now, I know I said that this is going to be real practical advice and you may be thinking, okay, Adam, enough with the considerations and the questions. I need more clients now. Just stay with me for a minute or two more. If you are going to put the effort required into getting more clients, then you might as well get the right type of clients in the first place. And by this, I mean the ones that you want to work with. Now, these are the ones that if you could choose your clients, these would be your first pick. These are the clients that make you enjoy what it is you do and keep coming back again and again and again. Wouldn't you agree it'd be worth thinking about? So who are the right clients? Who is your ideal customer? Now, I'm going to presume that you have at least some clients here. Even if you just opened your first salon, then you will have at least had the clients you worked with as part of your training. If you've moved from another salon to set up your own business, then some of your clients may have come with you. Think about your existing or previous clients. If you've got a list of names or a card index, an address book or a database containing your customers details, hit pause on this podcast, go and grab it and let's have a look at it right now. Okay, have you got it? Great. Great read through the names and identify who are your favorite clients which are the ones who are a joy to work with and that you look forward to seeing when they walk through your door on the other hand which are the ones not quite so wonderful the ones where it just brings you down when you see their names on the appointment book think about the qualities that make the good ones a pleasure to work with and the others not so much fun and add these qualities to a list this list could involve anything. Be honest, this is only for you to look at. We're not discriminating here. We're simply identifying the clients that will make your work more fun. And if you're having fun, then so will your clients. They'll love what you do and they'll keep coming back and become the most loyal clients you could think of. Now, using that list, write a short profile of your perfect client. This is not some pointless theoretical exercise. We need to know who our ideal client is so we can figure out where we can find and invite them to come to our salon. Now, the chances are that your ideal client is someone like you. This makes perfect sense when you think about it, as you will be able to relate to them. It'll be easier to build a rapport with them, and you can talk to them and build a long-term relationship. You'll have similar interests, maybe similar backgrounds, and if this is the case, then coming up with the answer to where do I find these people should be easy. It's where do you hang out? Where do you go? What do you do? What are you doing when you're not working in the salon? What are your hobbies? What TV programs do you like to watch? Where do you shop? Where do you like to go and visit? Where do you go for walks, etc.? Use all of this and finding the right clients for your business will be much, much easier. So while on the subject of the ideal client, it's worth thinking about how you view your clients. Do you simply see them as walking pound signs or walking dollar signs? I'm guessing you don't because this industry doesn't really attract people solely motivated by money. The chances are that you see them as people that you want to provide a fantastic service for, people you want to get to know, help feel great and see again and again. Now, the answer to this question might say a lot about where your underlying problem, if there is one, might lie. Just like you need to value yourself, your time and your services, you equally need to value your clients and their time and their money too. Without them, you're going to fail. So take a long, hard look at how you view them. If a change needs to be made, just think about it and be honest. Is it only new clients you need or do you maybe need to start with yourself? Now, before you think I'm getting carried away with talking about valuing your ideal clients, this is a salon business podcast after all. You do need to think of your clients in terms of money at some stage. However, I encourage you to think of them in terms of their lifetime value rather than just what can I sell them today? Even if it's been a slow week and you need to bump up your revenue, never damage the long-term relationship you have with a client by shortchanging them today. By giving them poor advice or by selling them something or charging them for something you don't truly believe will benefit them, you could damage that trust you've built up and destroy the lifetime value. So don't do it. Okay, let's get down to the real business of client getting. So to start with, the best place to get new clients is from the ones you already have. Now, I'm gonna make two assumptions now. The first is that you have at least some clients, as I've stated earlier, and the second is that you truly care about what you do and you believe you offer an excellent service. I feel pretty safe in these assumptions, mainly because you're here, you're taking your time to listen to this podcast and build your business. So, existing clients. Client referrals are the very best way and often the cheapest and the fastest way to get new clients the very same reason that the internet is being used by businesses to create wide social networks. As people, as human beings, we still value the opinion or the recommendation of a friend or a trusted individual far more highly than any advertisement or special offer. Your existing clients come to you because they value what you do. So why wouldn't they want to recommend you? The problem is that sometimes they may simply not think to recommend you and they may need a little nudge. So the first way to get more clients from your existing clients involves a very complex formula. Ask them. It really does surprise me why more people don't ask for referrals. As I said, the person you're asking is an existing client. Don't ask brand new clients for referrals. Ask the ones that come back again and again. They like what you do, they love what you do maybe, presumably they would therefore recommend you to their friends. They may just not have thought to do so. Now I'm confident that if you start asking your clients if they might know of anyone else that would enjoy coming to your salon, you'll get a list of names, you will really be surprised. Maybe you feel uncomfortable asking your existing clients to recommend their friends. Well, you really shouldn't. However, there is a way to do this without any discomfort whatsoever. And it evenly increases the amount of people your clients are able to think of to recommend you to. It's the magic of the referral offer. Okay, so it's not actually magic. In fact, it's very simple. You basically create an offer, usually a treatment upgrade or some sort of special package for your existing clients to offer to a friend who is not already a customer of yours. Now, make sure that you have some method of identifying who the friend is and that they are not already an existing customer. Also, make sure that you know and can track who the referrer is so that you can give them a special reward too. If they know they are going to get a little something out of it, then you'll be amazed how many referrals they'll come up with. Check out my personalised pre-planned referral offer that I talk about in more detail in episode 13. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can find out more information about this. Now, if you all doubt the power of the referral gift, then consider this. Have you ever heard of Netflix or Uber? Well, only a few years ago, these companies didn't exist at all. And now they both have millions of loyal clients both companies have a constant referral program running for any existing client that introduces a new client to their service. Both the referring client and the person being referred get something they value for free. Now, Netflix and Uber understand the lifetime value of a new client and they're willing to reward it very, very highly. Now if you really truly don't have any clients at all then you might want to consider working for or from an existing salon for a few months just to build up a client base in your area before opening up on your own. I don't want to stifle your drive or discourage you in any way but just consider this as an option before taking on the expenses of a salon. Now beyond the referral so You have just a few clients or no clients at all. And even after using the referral offer, you still don't have enough customers to fill your appointment book. So what next? Well, it's time to break out the big guns. It's time for my three-step client for life strategy. Now the three-step client for life strategy is pretty simple. It's step one, get them into your salon. Step two, get them into your salon again. Step three, maintain. Now the key here is on both occasions, step one and step two, to over-deliver on your offering. Make sure that the treatment or the service that your customer have is outstanding on both occasions. Make sure that you give them something else that they weren't expecting. You'll have to decide what this is. It might be a drink or a light snack or a product or a gift or a voucher for a meal in a local restaurant, anything. One of my clients in London, Health and Beauty Salon, professionally cleans all their customers' jewellery when they're having a treatment. The customer has to remove their jewellery anyway and then when their treatment is finished they're presented with sparkling rings and bracelets and necklaces all shining like they were brand new. This is not something that the customer expected and what an amazing surprise. So do you think they come back again? Do you think they tell their friends? Hi, Adam here, and I'm just interrupting myself for a moment with a bit of a drop-in that I've recorded after I recorded this episode. Now, while I was editing the podcast, which is where I listened back to myself to make sure A, I remembered to press the record button, B, my microphone was on, C, I didn't cough or swear down the microphone, and D, that what I'm saying actually makes sense, is valuable to you, and I don't disappear off on random tangents. Anyway, while listening to the episode, I realized that I cover a huge amount here pretty quickly. Now, I did do this on purpose so that the podcast doesn't last for hours, but this episode is actually an overview of a framework that I've used now with hundreds of my own clients and readers to get them a large influx of quality clients for their beauty businesses quickly, and in a way that keeps those clients coming back again and again. Now the framework I'm talking about is called 99 clients in 33 days. And while I don't leave out any of the steps in this episode, there is much more within each step to really get the most out of the framework. So what I've decided to do is to create a mini email series of just eight emails that break down the formula into more manageable chunks with a bit more information and examples for you in each step. Now, each email covers a separate stage within the framework, and like pretty much everything I do, they are totally free. Now, to get the emails, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash more clients, all one word, that's beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash more clients, enter your details, and you'll get the first email right away. Okay, I'll remind you of this again at the end of the episode. Now, back to the show. So it's simple. Get them in, get them back in, and then over deliver on both occasions. Do this. And so long as you maintain high standards, you've got a client for life guaranteed. Now I said it was simple. I didn't say it was easy. So let's talk about step one, getting them in. So if you've used the referral offer and this has generated some but not quite enough new clients, you need some other tactics. No problem. To start with, you need an irresistible offer, something that your ideal client, remember them, we talked about them earlier, could not turn down. This could be their first treatment half price, maybe even free, a free color with a standard cut, three free nail varnishes with their first manicure, or a free facial if they book their first massage. The more creative and the more perceived value, the better. But keep it simple and make sure it's not going to bankrupt you on day one. Now you need to get the message out there. Use social media by all means. I'd always advise this as part of your marketing efforts but you might have yet to build up a following on social media so you're going to need some faster results. Now there's no limit to the amount of ideas you can come up with to promote and advertise your salon business and your services locally when you really get thinking. Here are some tried and tested methods to get you off to a great start. Number one, an A board outside your salon with only your special offer on it or a poster in your window. Now an A board is better as it physically grabs the attentions of passers-by. It's easy to miss a poster in your window. If your salon opens up to a very busy street, check to see if you need permission, but put an A board outside. Make sure the wording on the board is clear and easy to understand. If you're not great at writing on boards, get someone else to do it for you. Remember that you're attempting to make a great first impression here. And if you place it right, literally stop people in their tracks. Flyers posted through doors in the surrounding area or handed out in your local high street are always a great idea to gain local interest and get the word out. You can do this yourself or you can pay someone else, but make sure it's someone you trust to make sure that the flyers actually make it into people's homes or into the hands of passers-by. You can have flyers professionally printed quite reasonably these days, or you can design them on a computer and print them yourself. Remember, though, that this could well be the first impression that people have of your salon, so make sure that the flyers are of a standard that represents you and your business. Now, local businesses are a great source of new clients. Go and visit them when people are around. If you're surrounded by offices with lots of office workers, then lunchtime might be a great time to do this. Again, hand out flyers or maybe even see if you can set up a pop-up salon for a day in the offices. Do some mini treatments for people who work there to help promote your salon. Local community magazines are making a real comeback these days. These are the small magazines that are posted through your door and contain local business details, as well as other local information and what's on listings for your area. An advert in one of these is usually really, really affordable and you can pretty much guarantee that these are making it into the hands of people locally. If you're not sure what magazines are available locally, either ask a local resident or have a look at the stands usually as you enter or exit large supermarkets. The next one is be your own advert. Now, this might be stating the obvious and you're already likely doing this, but be a walking advert for your own salon. Now, I don't mean shouting out the name of your salon at the top of your voice. I mean, look the part. If you're a hairstylist, make sure your hair is always looking great. If you're a nail technician, always have a striking nail design. The same idea goes for barbers, beauty therapists and makeup artists. If you're a massage therapist, this becomes a little bit more difficult, but you kind of get what I mean. Talk to people, carry business cards with you and become a self-promoter. To a lot of people, this always feels a little uncomfortable, but you've got a passion for what you do. You genuinely want to provide an excellent service for people, so why not tell people this and get them into your salon? Finally, look busy. Have you ever been looking for a place to eat in an area you're not familiar with? Let's say you see two restaurants that you think might be nice. You've had a quick look at the menus in the window and the food sounds great. One restaurant is full of people. Everyone looks happy. They're having a great time. There may even be a bit of a queue coming out the door. The other restaurant, on the other hand, has no one sat at the tables. The waiters are stood around talking to each other, leaning on the bar. Which one do you pick? Now, even if you don't have all the clients you want right now, always make sure you look busy. If you have appointment time without bookings, you have all the things above to be working on, so get busy. So enjoy this time while you have it. Keep busy so that when people look in your window, they see you are busy working, even if there are no clients there just yet. If you really go for it with your irresistible offer and then you get the word out using the above ideas, anything you can think of yourself, then you'll not fail to get people into your salon. I guarantee it. Now, it's essential to this strategy that when your new clients visit you for the first time, you maintain a high level of service and you do a little something to over deliver doesn't need to be something big or expensive, just something that they'll enjoy and then we're not expecting. So step two, get them into your salon again. Now, this is much easier than step one. While they're still with you, ask them if they'd like to make another booking. If they've had a great treatment or service, they're more than likely to simply say yes. Book them into the diary now. You can enhance this by having a second offer for returning clients if you wish, but this might not be necessary. It's up to you whether this offer is only available to clients if they take it up now or if it's something they can think about and rebook. The important thing is that you ask them if they would like to make another appointment now and if not, that you have some method of contacting them later. Get their email address and their phone number. There's no excuses for this. Again, on the second visit for this client, make sure you give them the highest level of service, which I'm sure you already do, but just make sure you know this is their second visit. If possible do something again to over deliver try to make it something different than you gave them on their first visit this helps keep it unexpected and fun now then the step three maintain if you get your new clients into your salon twice and you deliver an excellent service and over deliver with something they weren't expecting then you have the makings of a client for life keep delivering a great service possibly with the occasional special gift or treat, why wouldn't they keep coming back to you again and again? Even better, they'll tell their friends all about the fantastic new beauty salon they've found. Now, another tip is to keep in touch. Now, I advise all my own clients to make sure that they always ask their clients if they'd like to make a future appointment at the end of their current visit. There is a way to do this that will greatly increase the amount of people that say yes on the spot, and it's all to do with something I call specificity. Now, I talk more about this in more detail in episode 13 of the podcast, so make sure you check it out. But the most important thing is to make sure you're asking every single client before they leave If they'd like to book their next treatment, most people will some may cancel later or postpone, but this is the easiest way to keep your appointment book full. When people see you have a full appointment book, this gives the impression of scarcity and will show that you are in demand, which only serves to make you even more popular. However, not everyone will make an appointment as they pay for their current one. This is where making sure that you have contact information for all your clients is vital. This could be an email address or a mobile phone number, ideally both. But every study ever done on the subject shows that keeping in touch with your customers keeps customers. This only need be a single page quarterly newsletter sent out by email, but regular contact with your clients of some kind keeps you in their mind. So when they know that they want a new hairstyle or they need a massage or a full makeover or even just a facial, they can call you first. That is if they can get an appointment. Now you're so busy. Now I know you might be asking yourself this question. What if I'm doing all these things and I'm still not keeping clients? Okay, harsh truth time. If you really are doing everything that I've suggested above and you are not getting or keeping clients, then you might need to take another look at your skills, your service and your salon. First, Are you really doing everything? And I mean everything you can to get new clients. Look over the list of ideas above and make sure you're using all of them plus. First, are you really doing everything? And I mean everything you can to get new clients. Go through everything we've talked about in this podcast and make sure you're using all of them, plus some of your own ideas. If you're using referrals and offers, as well as getting the word out there in every possible way, you will get clients. If you're not keeping your clients, then you're not delivering the very highest level of service. Something is going wrong somewhere. Take a look at every aspect of your salon from the client's point of view. Is there anything at all you could improve upon? If you're unsure, then ask clients who've been in to see you and have not visited you again. You should have their email addresses after all. Write a pleasant email to as many clients as you can, asking them politely what, if anything, they would improve about their visit to your salon. Not everyone will reply, but some will and maybe they'll be able to tell you where the problem, if there is one, lies. Now, your aim overall is to develop and maintain a reputation, one for consistently excellent service, one where at times you overdeliver. People love this. This will set you apart from other salons in your area and word will begin to spread automatically. Trust me, you could very quickly have more clients than you know what to do with. And better still, if you followed the steps in this article, you will have a client list full of your ideal type of clients. Phew, that was a bit of a whistle stop overview of the topic of client getting. There is some brilliant, actionable advice in there. Follow it and you will get more clients, maybe even all the clients you need. But I understand that this is a big challenge for all types of health and beauty businesses these days. It feels like competition has never been greater. And maybe you are starting to doubt whether there are enough clients to go around. Well, trust me when I say that there are, but you may need a bit more than I've been able to talk about in one podcast episode. Maybe you feel you have a unique challenge around getting clients, maybe to do with your location. Maybe you feel you've really tried everything and you're at the end of your tether and you're ready to give it all up. Maybe you opened your salon a few months ago and initially you got a rush of new clients coming to check you out, but over the months, Things have quietened down and now you don't quite know what to do. Well, I have some amazing news for you. I believe this is such a core problem in our industry. that, as I mentioned earlier on in this episode, I've created a mini email series where I take the process I talk about here in this episode break it down into more manageable chunks and give you a little more information on each one with a few more examples thrown in to help you out even more now it's totally free and all you have to do to get the emails is head to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash more clients now i'll put a link to that in the show notes and you'll be able to find a link in the podcast description which you should be able to see in your podcast app on your phone okay That's it for another episode. I really hope that you found value in today's topic. And even if just one suggestion or idea that I've talked about here helps you out, then please can I ask a favor from you. Head over to iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening on and leave a rating and or a review for the show. It helps me to know that what I'm bringing you really does help and it tells iTunes that people are enjoying the show and that means more independent beauty business owners can find it and benefit. I really do appreciate it and it costs you nothing but a few seconds and it could really help out another salon owner just like you. Now, don't forget to check out the links to the previous episodes I mentioned here. Everything you need will be on the show notes in the usual place. Okay, I'll be back in a week with another episode all about how to choose the perfect beauty salon or business name. So if you're just starting out or you're thinking about starting out or rebranding, this is an episode you will not want to miss. Okay, see you soon. Bye for now.